difficult times, it's very, very important that we all take stock of our lives, look inward, examine our moral stockpiles, and for fuck's sake, read some comics on the world wide web, yes, that's right, you heard me right, you're not deaf, and I'm not shouting, because Barry can't figure out how to make the robotic voices do shouting, or, they, would, be, shouting. Is this going somewhere? You're damn right it is. Is, 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 this, tomorrow, that's, is, this, tomorrow, is this tomorrow is a weekly webcomic that will distract you for at least 5 minutes, 5 long minutes, 5 minutes where your pet monkey Griselda can't get at you with her incessant demand for Spanish doubloons and steins filled with grog. 5 minutes where thoughts of what William Shatner is doing with his spare time will not haunt you. 5 minutes where the reggaeton beat coming from the car on the street won't mess you up. Give it up. What have you got to lose? As they say when you really do have something to lose. Visit. Is. This. Tomorrow. Dot. Com. Say it loud and say it proud. Is this. Tomorrow. Dot. Com. do it man all right welcome everyone to a special bonus episode bonus. of that record got me high that is barry stock that is rob elba and and barry we were contacted who were we actually contacted by i'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm uh, okay let me get the guy's name hold on um that's an important question that i should have prepped for in advance because um, <laughs> but he He's, in, he's involved with the estate of Mr. Leon Russell. Uh, Leon Russell's estate. Hank Teverball, or Teverball. Um, he, yeah, he's uh, involved somehow with the estate. He said uh, connected with the estate. I don't have the exact wording. Um, let's see what his wording was. Uh, I work with Leon Russell's estate. And uh, okay. so, and the reason they contacted us was? We're awesome, number one. Well... <laughs> I think they couldn't. I hope that's the reason. Uh, but um, because March 23rd that's right. is, was the 50th anniversary of Leon, of Leon Russell's debut record. That's right. Uh, Leon called Leon Russell. And I'm going to be totally honest and transparent. I, of course, I've heard of Leon Russell. Yeah. And I, but I had no idea who Leon Russell really was or his music. But. In listening to the record, I said, "Oh, I've heard these songs. I've heard you a lot sure of these have. songs." Yeah, and yeah, and, and you were a little more familiar with him than me. <laughs> Somewhat. Right? You know, I've listened to some Leon Russell. He's from like previous generation of like he's from the six. He's really from the started in the sixties right. with um, his um, you know his career went all through the sixties, and he worked with. You know, he worked. He was with the uh, the Wrecking Crew, and he played on all these records. And um, then he, this is debut record. He's and of course there are some special guests on this album. Oh know. my god, a shit ton! Because he, yeah. all right. So in reading about him, I realized, oh my god, this guy. It's almost like Zelig. You remember that movie? Uh, uh, oh sure, Zelig. The yeah, movie sure. Where, he, where the character popped up all over everywhere. That's right. He, he played just a short list. He played with uh, George Harrison. He played with Elton John, Ray Charles, Eric Clapton, The Birds, Barbara Streisand. <laughs> yeah. The, the Beach Boys, Frank Sinatra, Bob yeah. Dylan, yeah. Joe Cocker, The Rolling Stones. And you could just, I could I could name off another 10 acts. But like, wait, no there's problems. more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. And just on this record alone, he's got uh, he's got Mick, Mick Jagger's on it, George Harrison and Ringo Starr. Um, Charlie Watts and Bill Wyman and, and um, uh, Steve Winwood. Uh, yeah. yeah, Joe Cocker. I mean, yeah. So he uh, obviously um, he was just someone in kind of like a, a prodigy because I was reading he oh, started yeah. like at, he was like 16 years old, right? When he yeah. first started playing uh, professionally. Yes, yes. He, um, he, um, it's surprising that he actually took this long to do a record. 
Um, you know, right. he, he played right. with, <laughs> he were played on uh, Surf City by Jan and Dean, Help Me Rhonda by the Beach Boys, right, right. And <laughs> Taste of Honey by Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass, songs yep. that we all, um, you know, right. uh, would um, know immediately. And um, obviously impressed a lot of people. You know, he shortly after this album was recorded, he did a recording session with um, with Dylan, where which is when I heard this record, I was like, "Wow, this sound sounds really familiar." Um, and there's a Dylan song called "Like Watching the River Flow," and it's um, sort of unique in Dylan's repertoire and in the, in the way that it sounds. It sounds exactly like this record. Well, it turns out, um, you know. Leon Russell, of course, was was the producer on that song. They only really did one song together, oh, but okay. it's a classic Dylan song. And it was <laughs> Dylan talking about his uh, he had writer's block; he couldn't write anything. And he says that basically the song is, you know, I'm just sitting here watching the river flow because I can't come. I'm I'm incapable of writing anything. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So all right. So he uh, he grew up in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa. Which, Lovely uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. Well, you could tell he's got that. Oh yeah. I don't know Tulsa, Oklahoma. He does. Thing. He does. But, yeah. But he moved to LA in 1958, uh, and that's when he first be- became a session musician and yeah. uh, and just st- was playing with everyone. Um, so yeah. Aside from uh, colla- he collaborated and performed with hundreds of artists. He recorded 33 albums uh, and at least 430 songs. I yeah, read. yeah. But he probably could have lived comfortably of just the publishing of the first song on this record alone. A song for you. That's right. A song for you because it's been recorded by more than two hundred artists. Yeah, that one's that one's the um, the one you know the, the That's opening the track, one. Yeah. which is and it's a funny thing actually to open your debut record. Like most people open their debut record with like a kick it, like something that's going to kick you in the ass. Right, and right, right. Th- that's not what this song does, you know? No. The song is just uh, um, starts some nice piano and uh, he starts singing and you're like, wow, there's, yeah. a, vo- there's a voice. And <clears throat> pardon me, um, he also has that sort of New Orleans vibe in his voice, which I think... Oh, yeah, it, he does. And the way he pronounces a lot of words, the too. The Dr. He John, does. kind of the yes. Dr. John sound. Um, you can does. There's some overlap with those two guys, definitely as far as um, the soup that they were drinking, you know? Right. Well, the, the one thing in me listening, which this is... this Me listening to this record, which is... 50 you just turned 50 is the yeah, first yeah. time it's the first time I ever listened to this record and what I hear is Elton John because I was a big Elton John fan right from the beginning 100% yes Elton John and so come to find uh, Elton John who had been uh, once been uh, Leon Russell's opening act yeah. he he acknowledges him as his big Elton said oh, yeah. his biggest influence as a piano player, yeah. a singer, yeah. and a songwriter. So you're like gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, that's once you hear that, you'll never not hear it and be like, oh shit, that's, yeah, exactly. that's Elton John is basically doing Leon Russell and singing, right. singing Bernie Taupin songs, you know, uh, with yes. um, uh, Leon Russell's uh, thing, you know, this thing. The, even yeah, not even so far as the subject matter of some of the songs and things exactly. like that exactly i mean i mean actually you could almost argue that elton's your song is kind of like a play on uh yeah. song for you uh, right yes. it's kind I, of the same uh, yeah. type song yes there's uh, um like i said it's like sometimes occasionally when i used to drink coca-cola a lot you would drink a coke and you would taste the nutmeg in it and you once you do that you'll in them in that you'll 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 never not taste the nutmeg in Coca-Cola. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Barry has a Barry has a very uh, 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 distinctive palate. I'm, I'm a super sniffer. I'm one of those people they call a super sniffer. I probably wouldn't taste the, the nutmeg. But well, I, you I might taste it you, and not know what it is. It seemed like maybe, it yeah. was. Um, it's just one of those things. I'm like, oh, there's nutmeg in there. What do you know? <laughs> and that's I, I what that's. You, and there's uh, there's Leon Russell and Elton John, like just big time big time yeah oh so much and uh yeah so i really appreciate obviously as a huge elton john fan that had never really listened to leon russell i appreciated that so much as i'm listening i'm going now holy shit the thing is he has 
he played a lot of shit on this record too. So it's not like like the the, the big names are kind of clumped up in 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 a couple of songs. A couple of songs, but he played. Yeah, he plays piano, guitar, guitar bass yeah, guitar. Yeah, and, yeah. He he did it all. Obviously, he, uh, obviously, and his guitar playing is fantastic. There's some, it is. Yeah, it's yeah, really, just like. Uh, yeah, because I look some of the songs. I'm saying, I wonder who's who that playing guitar, that and I'm like, and then not, like, nobody's oh, listed. It's like, yeah, it's Leon <laughs> yeah. Russell. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right, so and he, see, uh, um, I'm trying to think. He passed away in 2015, uh, 16, 2016, no, 16. November 2016, at the age of. 74. Yeah. He died in his sleep at his home in Nashville, as, yeah, as we all. Yeah, yeah, no, right. died in his sleep at 74. So he had quite quite a career and quite a life. Uh, yes, indeed. So definitely something. I'm really glad that guy, whoever the hell that guy was, contacted us. Hank this is Teverball. Teverball. Yeah. I imagine this is maybe a record we never would have gotten to unless someone picked well, one of our this is This is it. the kind of record that you hear from people who are like, if you, you knew somebody like that had really good taste and they were like older and so and maybe they yeah, were, yeah. and maybe they were <laughs> right. southern like it would right. just has that vibe like oh some you know this you'd learn this from these people who were always going to be cooler than you and they were going to be you know a little bit elevated in their um uh status as badass individuals Oh yeah, but well, you, that, you, you just described for me. That's ninety percent of the people to me are, are more badass <laughs> than me. But. Well, I, I just have a certain <laughs> feeling in mind of like, oh yeah, you know that first Leon record. You know, people would exactly play. right. Yeah, that would know. They say, oh, you think this, but no, this is this is where all that came from. It did. A lot of soul on here. A lot of blues. A lot of uh, um, gospel. Um, it's got. It's just steeped in things. And there's a couple of instances on here where he like one song where he takes things and um like the song he does a song called i put a spell on you and you think oh it's going to be that screaming jay hawkins song that's that's totally what i thought yeah it, it, it's not <laughs> it's um, not and it's not and you go oh wow but there's something else that's really funny about that song that i'll mention when it comes up that he is definitely um he's he's um he knows what he's doing with that because he's there's three things that he has sort of combined in that song that um, uh, okay. are, are influences that you go, oh, okay, I see what uh-huh. you, I see what you did there, pal. You're being funny, or he's being <laughs> he's being for people who know he's saying, I listen to this, okay, right, so, right, right, cool. We should get into it. It's a great record. Let's get let's get into it. All right, so let's get the first song. Obviously, the song we said that uh, that's the, his song that is read. Anyway, if you if you've never heard of him, you don't know. You've heard this. You've heard someone <laughs> do a song for you. So. Indeed. <laughs> All right, let's see if Spotify is going to play ball this time. All right, here we go. We'll just say double click and it'll start. Uh... I've been so many places in my life and time. I've sung a lot of songs, I've made some bad rhymes. I've acted out my love in stages With 10,000 people watching But we're alone now And I'm singing this song to you Now know your image of me Is what I hope to be I treated you unkindly But darling can't you see there's no one more important to me uh, yeah man alone it's one of those perfectly written love songs that doesn't mm-hmm. that manages not to be trite and yeah. also you 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 could see why so many people covered it because it gives a singer tons to chew on <laughs> if they want to you know That's which right. i've heard yeah. i've heard some singers do it uh, there's actually uh, believe it or not which I don't believe it. Of course, she's a magnificent singer, but not someone we would normally listen to much. But uh, Whitney, I came across uh, Whitney Houston doing this at uh, at some concert for soldiers, like a soldier. Oh, really? Uh, uh, wow. And and she just like she it's unbelievable. It's like I just sat mesmerized watching her sing the song, and she did such a great job. So well, yeah, it's yeah, one of those Whitney. Songs. We want Whitney actually. Th- 
she she was an amazing. No, she had the voice of an angel, and just her and this song. It's just like it's yeah, just amazing. So, it is. Uh, all right, so who did, did you do? Did did you did you know who he wrote this song for I originally? Don't, I don't know who he wrote this. For. Okay, he wrote the song for Rita Coolidge, who oh, he was oh, yeah, dating. Yeah. He was dating, and it's and it's also it's one of two songs on this record that he wrote for Rita Coolidge. Wow. Uh, I'm gonna and, guess uh, the other one is either. Um, Delta Lady or um, you would be Pisces correct. Apple. Oh, is it Delta <laughs> Lady? I'll stop, you, I'll stop you right there. You're correct. <laughs> yeah. All right, right. But interesting. Interestingly, you're going to like this. He said he originally wrote. Well, he wrote it for Rita Coolidge, but he wrote it with Frank Sinatra in mind to sing it. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. And, uh, and when you think about it, you can think, "Wow, that would have been." So he 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 never did because I looked. Uh, I really tried to find. It. I said, "Oh, maybe there's nah, a, a yeah. bootleg or something." But no. But um, you could just see yeah. Frank saying, "I'm not singing that crap." Yeah. <laughs> that hippie. That hippie, hippie uh, with the beard. Look at his hair. Um. Just, uh, yeah, well, funny just, you should mention Sinatra. I should uh, shout out to Frank. I had never seen it before. Um, Susan and I this week watched uh, Guys and Dolls. And oh, I, I saw that. I saw what she said. Oh. Mr. I hate musicals. I don't, it's no, I don't hate musicals. I just don't do musicals. It's like, right. it's like, you know, I don't have any, any, uh, bad feelings toward them at all. It's just not something I normally do, but, oh my God, we watched that. And, you know, Frank, Frank, I think uh, you proved, if you have enough time in your hands, you, you will appreciate musicals, I guess. Is what I, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I must say that one is, is tough to, it's going to be tough. It's, it's everything after that is like okay well is it as good as guys and dolls you know yeah no it is you're right um yeah but just so the words I, i've been so many places in my life and times i've sung a lot of songs i've mm-hmm. made some bad rhyme <laughs> and and the thing is about this when he so this is his but he's singing this his version and you could really i don't know if it's just me projecting but i feel like i could hear how every word is his word and oh, yeah. i'll tell you what sure if he's not 100% sincere seeing this, then it's a masterclass <laughs> on faking sincerity. Yeah, <laughs> because, sure. Uh, well, it right? helps. It definitely helps when you're, you care about, really care about what you're singing about. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, then Whitney, Whitney Houston does it, and it sounds just as convincing, and she's, oh, you know, she's not it, singing it, it about Rita Coolidge, so. No, exactly, exactly. Um, all right, so, <laughs> yeah, no, but it is an amazing song. And then we get the second song on here, this all right. Uh, let's let's listen to the song and then I'll I'll give you my what what right, I it. got out of this for the rest of the record. Let's uh, Dixie, do it. Dixie Dixie Lullaby. That I think the, you know. I think you know what I'm going to say. You, you go ahead. You go song. ahead. All right, right or wrong. As a New York boy, you know I'm, I'm a, sure. I'm a East Coast New York boy. I've always had a problem with songs that celebrate, you know, and the great, old yeah, South I'm, and yeah. Yes. And, and, but and, and, but um, you know, it is it is what it is. And uh, sure. I mean, he's from <laughs> Oklahoma, you know. And, he is, but much like. Randy Newman, which I'm a big Randy Newman fan, and sure. Randy Newman did this a lot, but he's documenting a time and place that, yes. that did exist, and Agreed. he's sort of painting, he like paints a picture of it, but without making commentary on it. You Correct. Know, it's just is, like, you know. Which is fair. It is. It is. It, you know, it could make you uncomfortable a little bit. It makes you, what he says, all the Southern children like to rock and roll. The TV mamas tell you why. They got it on the boat from Africa. It's a Dixie lullaby. Right. I mean, well, uh, <laughs> you know, he's telling the, speaking the truth that we hijacked that music for our own purposes. And, yes. Uh, so yes. I should say, this is the song that, or as soon as it started, I was like, 
Oh, this is Watching the River Flow by Dylan. Oh, so okay, okay. If you, yeah, hear, well, that, if you listen to that song, that. oh yeah, it's yeah. exactly. If just put Dylan's voice on here, and you know, basically, you got it's a, it's pretty much the same song, very similar. Oh, nice, um, nice. Yes, but I, it does. Um, you know, I'm from the South, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I understand where he's coming from, and but I hope that he is. Uh, hope that he was well aware of the. Um, I think I think obviously um, clearly he was obviously like I said much like Randy Newman he's documenting it and he's not you know you, you you're not what do you do you don't shy away from it you sing about it but you know obviously there's some people that would well, take plus, it in- this was 50 years ago yeah, so yeah, it's right. we've changed a bit in 50 years um, yeah yeah so you know um, still it's it's a it's once it kicks in you're like it's got that great little um chord shift up at the da, 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 which you're not you're not looking for which makes it a little different than a regular 12 bar blues and right. uh you know the playing on it is fantastic um oh god yeah the playing on this whole record is just and like this record perfect. is you know it's mixed like uh this record is mixed like a blues record where you've got you know drum like everything is um pretty not super ornamented um, right. There are some, <laughs> except for the the huge chorus of background vocals that does appear. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I didn't see I didn't see in the credits who those were, but I'm guessing you they're can't, just. They don't list like who sings where, but there's a ton of singers, so who knows who's you know who knows where. Like I tried to figure out where Mick Jagger was, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't figure. He's it out. in there somewhere. He's in there somewhere. Yeah, maybe, so, uh, maybe on this next song, which this is the one you were talking about. This is the one, about. and I got a lot to say about this musically. So let's uh, listen to uh, the Leon not, Russell. The not, not Screaming Jay Hawkins. Not the famous <laughs> Screaming Jay Hawkins song. I just put a spell on you, but Leon Russell's. So here's 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 what Leon's doing there. He's taking a song title from Screaming Jay Hawkins. He's um, taking the music is basically um, the Muddy Waters song called "I Got My Mojo Working," and uh, oh, okay. yeah, and the guitar playing is exactly exactly the the, the the music is actually a combo of Muddy Waters and Howlin' Wolf's "Down in the Bottom," and the guitar playing is him imitating. Hubert Sumlin, who was Howlin' Wolf's guitar player, who has a very distinctive guitar tone. And I, I was like, God, that sounds just like Hubert Sumlin. He's oh, wow. definitely, he's thrown three things together and being like, okay, y'all who know are going to know what this is. And everybody right. else is just going to think, oh, what a great, cool, you know, I what mean, a cool song. So, so just to be clear, Barry's the y'all who know and I'm the everyone well, else. I just <laughs> happened, to, I didn't know I've happened to listen to a lot of those things. So, right. you no, know. That, that's great, though. That's awesome. And, and go, I love... You know. But the thing is, it just sounds so, especially the oh, beginning, you could oh, hear yeah. be, oh, because of the God. false starts, and then they kick into it. You could hear, well, they're all just sitting around. They're all just, whoever's playing on it is sitting around playing, and they once they get going into it, they kill it. But it's like, here's it's the thing, effortless. Though, it's so effortless. I, that's who's on this track. We should, I, I should look and see. And maybe it, it's all him, right? That, maybe that's, it's all that's, him. that's what I think. <laughs> that's what I think is that um, on this track, you go, oh, that must be. Um, you know what? You're right. I'm looking right now. You're right. It's all him. It's all him. It's it's all Leon Russell. So he God makes that sound. Like he's it he's he's going. Okay, look what I can do. Right. This is the look what I look, y'all. Look what I can do. I can do every, That's insane. everything. It's him. He's playing guitar, and it, bass, and, it and sounds, piano. And it sounds <laughs> like wow. you know. It That's sounds amazing. like a band doing it. Oh, and the piano playing, everything about it. You know, and. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a. Um, wow, what a, uh, what a talent! Man, it's un- <laughs> that's unbelievable. I can't believe that. <laughs> right? The guy, uh, 
He and added, now you know added. why so many people admired him and 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 thought he was so great. And but it's like I guess he he did obviously he had the career that he wanted to do, and he never he obviously wasn't a guy that needed to be up front, like out front and up front. He didn't need that. He just you know he was probably a musician's musician. You know that's why I mean he did he did all his records and stuff, but I mean he wasn't out there. I don't know was he like um. A uh, dinosaur and stuff like that, <laughs> doing all that. I don't know. I think you could. I we'd have to look. He was around. I remember. You know, I wasn't. I guess he was around, but I wasn't I don't know. unfamiliar I, I with Dan like, Russell. Yeah, I feel like maybe I knew uh, what he looked like for sure. I was like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, me too. Me too. Yeah. So the lyrics in this, um, there's some. It's pretty much straight they're up. They're Randy. Blues. They're they're kind of like blues, like Randy, little Randy blue stuff. When he goes, well, honey, I got what you need when you're laying down home alone. There's yeah. so much better things to do with your finger than put it in a telephone. <laughs> well, now you're out on your own and you're laying down on your back. It's not interrogation, but you think that you might crack. And you said <laughs> you'd never steal again or scream for more, but you'll yell and kiss the balls that hang on the pawn shop door. <laughs> yeah. I, put, I put a spell on you. Yes. So there's double entendre and it's suggestive. Um, just like any blues song where everything right, is about, right, it's right, all right, about right. sex. They might be, you, you think, you know, there's a famous, the, the most famous thing in old blues would be like, anytime, bring up my, you know, bring my pony, bring my, saddle my pony, bring my brown mare. It's not talking about a horse. It's talking about right, the, yeah, my yeah. rider is somebody who I ride. <laughs> so it's like it's like that. And then this this next song also has a bunch of characters in it. It does, but all right, this is interesting. Let's just do a little. Obviously, when I first saw the title "Shoot Out the Plantation," I said, "Oh no, problematic." But it's not really <laughs> it's at not, all. No, no. But let's let's do a little bit of "Shoot Out on the Plantation." About a woman in the neighborhood Oh, the drummer never hit a bad lick in his life And Junior never hit any good Yeah, the colonel said the women off loving, not fighting But that didn't clear the air Cause Junior's still living in the blackboard jungle With his Elvis Presley hair Yeah, the drummer got the stroke The colonel got the gun Junior's only got a knife, he better run It's a shootout on the plantation It's so hard to The firewater stops to fill up Yeah, the last one the kids is the place to shoot And stabbing your friends is such a bad food And shoot out on the plantation Yeah, man. Uh, Everything man, about that is good And well, you it, want to it, mention it, it the guest good. stars on that one Oh, yeah, well, this is That's uh, George Harrison and uh, Ringo Starr are playing on this They one. are which I don't know that if if I didn't if you didn't know that I don't no, know that you would, you would pick that you out. Would, no, you wouldn't, because they're but, playing they're playing for Leon. You know, they're... I tell you, I, I know, but I tell you what, I could hear Elton John singing this song. You could totally <laughs> oh, yeah. hear uh, a lot of the Russell's influence on Elton John totally. here because Elton, yes. the whole honky. Elton, you know, loved all that honky tonk oh, Americana yeah. thing oh, yeah, yeah, sure. that he embraced and loved, and you know, he got that totally from uh, Leon Russell. He certainly picked up a lot from this song because this is the this is a song where you go, oh, yeah, there's yeah, the chorus. You're like, this sounds uh, so familiar, right? Why? Exactly. Um, but the all right, so according to the liner notes, this is said to be like a thinly veiled true story dealing with an altercation among some of Russell's friends. And <laughs> in the song was was just this house in, in the San Fernando Valley where like a, a bunch of kind of like some hippie flop house where a bunch of people live. Okay, and of course it involves a a drummer. Of course, uh, of course, <laughs> I'm sure that it being the era that it was that there was. Um other things involved in the altercation that were yes, to be, yes, you know, right. for sure. There was one, but the drummer, I think, is the guy with his Elvis Presley hair, you know. And <laughs> <laughs> of course. And, but it's just, I tried so hard to find the actual story that it's based on, but I could not find it. So if anyone if anyone knows, uh, write into story. us and let yes. us know. But it sounds like a great story. Hank, it is, Hank it if like you know the story, story, Hank Teverball, Teverball, you know that yeah, you yeah. know where that you know what that real story is. Give it to us, and we'll uh, yeah, we'll put us. it up and uh, share it with our all of our friends out there in the the, uh, the internet land. 
<laughs> All right, so uh, we got uh, another song. This has got some, again, some great acoustic guitar work where I was looking and saying, wow, I wonder who's playing. And yeah, I, I, yes, it's yeah, him. Yeah. It's him. If you look like, if you look on the track listing, like I'm looking at the Wikipedia page of the album, and it's got the numbers next to it where who played what. And, and you look for guitar, and it's like, except for very few instances, Just oh, a few it's, songs. It's, it's, him. Uh, it's him. So he's the guy, the guy can yeah. really play. So let's listen to a little bit of Hummingbird. Let's do it. Well, sometimes I get impatient, but she cooled me without weight, and she comes so sweet and softly, my And had you heard that I thought my life had ended, and I found. Cause she gets me where I live I give her all I have to give I'm talking about that hummingbird She little and love well Too much for words to say When I see her in the morning sleeping I guess we should mention that he He's a great singer, too. Yeah, I mean, he, he voice, really is. That voice is just, you know, it's so distinctive and perfect. And he hits everything just so. Um, it's brilliant. It's a brilliant. It is. And, and it's just a authenticity to it that it's like you can't fake. You know, you can't no, fake that, no. uh, you know. And again, uh, the Elton John, the influence on Elton John, again, there you go in the changes, the chord changes, you go, oh, that's exactly the way. That's yes. exactly something Elton. The way he the, he shifts and 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 uh, 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 arranges the the um, you know the little pushes and pulls in the chords. Right. It's uh. It's there. So yeah. It is beautiful it's song. Beautiful. It song. is a beautiful song. It is. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just amazing. All right, so let's take. A, we're about halfway through this thing. This is a, a bonus. Don't forget, people. This is a bonus episode. Bonus so this episode. is this did is we not taking away. We didn't, we didn't yeah, say we did. that, did we? No, we did. I said bonus, and it's we're we're not taking away from your regular episode. Don't That's worry, right. it's a bonus one. So. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, <laughs> patrons not, don't have to pay. Gym. Yeah, right. Nobody's getting. Yeah, right. yeah don't. You don't, don't have to pay any don't, extra don't, for yeah, it. Yeah, don't use the word. Yeah, because I've been told that's a slur. That's did you know oh, that? It? It I is. did not know that. Yeah. We'll have to talk about that in the uh, in the break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tell All you. All right. So we we're go. talking about the 50th anniversary of uh, Leon Russell's debut record. Uh, Leon Russell will be back in a minute with that record. Got me high. Yes, I do. I'm here. All right. Okay. On your mark, get right. set, go. Yes. All right. We learned with uh, with Chip that we shouldn't say Jip anymore, so that's good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's one of those. It's it's um. It's marginal. How about that? It's, it is marginal. Yeah. Well, you know, we won't you, live, you could, we, we won't said. go through the list of other things that are marginal, but that, that could be said about a lot of stuff we say that it's marginal. <clears throat> that is true. Um, all right. This is that record got me high. This is our special bonus episode where we're talking about uh, the 50th anniversary of Leon Russell's uh, debut record, and um, self-titled. Yes, self-titled, eponymous, Leon as they Russell. say. 
eponymous. And he's got, and the picture of him on there is kind of cool. Uh, he's got the, he's got right the hat and the beard, and it looks like he's he's uh, got some eyeliner on too. A I little think. bit, maybe. It was right? 1970. You know, it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. He's a, no. you know, he's a performer. I'm, so I'm not can, judging. No, I'm not judging him for that. He at can all. do it. He can pull it off. He definitely could. All right, so this next song. You and I? Uh, mm, yeah, no. No, the eyeliner? No, I don't think so. Uh, this is the, so this next song, Delta Lady, is the second song that he wrote for Rita Coolidge. Uh, and let's listen to a little bit of Delta Lady. <laughs> Because uh, Joe Cocker actually he wrote this for uh, Joe Cocker recorded it uh, the year before in 1969 for his album Joe Cocker. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, and it was a it was a it was a hit for uh, Joe Cocker. And I didn't realize this, but uh, Leon Russell like organized the band and he played in the Mad Dogs and Englishmen tour with oh, Joe Cocker. Oh, yeah, that sound no that that I did know. If you had asked he me played, that, I would said yeah. Play piano. Yeah, he played piano yeah. and and lead guitar uh, on the Mad Dog and and. Um, yeah, it's a it's a great song though. It's it's a deceptively sophisticated song. It, for it, it certainly like it certainly is. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And the lyrics are not deceptively suggestive because no, no. <laughs> right. Um, a delta is a triangle, and um, it's <clears throat> he's definitely talking about um, a specific portion of uh, a lady's anatomy. Right, 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 right. But he's also talking about, you know, the the company of this woman, but he's also talking about her physical charms. Her hidden hidden charms, as Howlin' Wolf would say. Right, and he's comparing her uh, to the city woman, like the, the, the... City women are okay, but it's like he wants to get back to his <laughs> and country was, and lady. Was Rita Delta Coolidge lady. a Delta lady? I guess she was. I think she was. Yeah, she okay. probably was. All right. Uh, she ended up. Rita Coolidge actually dated a bunch. I, I wish I had in front of me, but she dated a whole bunch of people, like Stephen Stills and like all different kind of uh, singers. She, so, she yeah. rotated through the rack and doors of the Rhodes Gallery. Well, that's fine. Fine for her. You know. She's, yeah, good for her. Hopefully, hopefully yeah, she. Why not? Got more from them than they did from her. You know. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> hopefully she won that card game. <laughs> All right, so um, now we get a song that's kind of a, a different song than a lot of the other ones on the true, record. This true, next true, one, right? Yeah, indeed. Uh, this, this one is Prince of Peace. <laughs> Okay, so I have a, a, a very funny take on this song. Okay. Um, this is um, Leon. This is his response to um, Sympathy for the Devil. Really? It, yeah, it's got the same It's got the same cadence as, and it's very Stonesy. In fact, maybe... It, maybe, is, it is Stonesy. You're right. It really and, is. Um, and um, if you think about the way he's singing... And you sort of imagine Mick Jagger singing it, and then you imagine him singing about <clears throat> Satan instead of um, 
about Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, because this is basically, uh, yeah, it's kind of a Jesus song, but it's good. You know what? I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm not a particularly religious person. I know you're not either. But it's a good reminder that it's never a bad thing to live like a little more like Jesus. Oh, like yeah. Jesus, no, I have no, I have no, I have no problem yeah. with Jesus. It's yeah, his, so it's, it's the, his, um, it's, it's his, his supposed followers. followers. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with living a little more. All right, so who's playing lead on this one, Barry? Um, oh, shit, hold on. This is Clapton. No, this is oh, Eric right. Clapton. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Tasty playing some tasty leads, which I'm sure Leon could have played himself if he wanted. Well, you know, you got these people. It will also because it raises the the saleability of a record. Like, oh, featuring, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, you know, it's got George Harrison, Ringo Starr, right, uh, right. Eric Clapton, all those people. It's like, oh, I'm gonna buy this record because of that. So yeah, but. That's that's interesting. You know, I was thinking, uh, oh, it reminds me a little of like Joe Cocker with the call and response, but that's interesting. You say the Stones. Now that I think about it, yeah, it is very Stonesy. Yeah. It is. Please very introduce uh, uh, Yeah, right, right. <laughs> it's got that feel. I'm like, oh, this is, uh, this is, uh, sympathy. this is his answer to sympathy for the devil. And, and maybe, you know, as, you know, sympathy for the devil is written with Mick Ritter with his tongue in his, very much in his cheek. So, right. Um, now, and now, also, now speaking of like songs that with titles, other titles. When I saw <laughs> exactly. this one, exactly, I know, right? right? I'm like, wait, this but next when did song the is when called... did the Lennon song to give Peace a Chance come out? It had to be after this. I think so. It had so. to be after yeah. 1970, right? I, I, I All think right, so. But this is Leon Russell's, uh, which is totally different. Uh, give Peace a Chance. Lennon was first. So, oh, it was? Really? Yeah. J- uh, June 1st, 1969, in room 1742, the oh, Queen shit. Elizabeth Hotel. Um, oh. So interesting that Leon has done another... Right? Yeah. But this is gospel. This is gospel. This is oh, straight totally. up gospel. Oh, straight up gospel song. Yes. Um, you know, we just watched actually this weekend. I could highly recommend. Um, there's an Aretha Franklin... It's it's sort of a documentary. It's really just a live performance in a church from it was it was in the vault for fifty years, and Susan found it, and it's um, and Mick Jagger is there, as a matter of fact, as well, and oh, it's nice. it's a gospel performer uh, performance, and it's incredible. It's uh, just oh, yeah. well, mind blowing. Speaking of Aretha, she also has a great version of a song for you, also. <laughs> She did it as well. So, of course, yeah, the, yeah. Record. These people all knew um, each other, and you know. So he throws. So yeah, straight up gospel, but he throws in a little rock and roll because he said, "Give me a chance, the whole world will rock and roll." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like it. That's yeah. great. That's great. Yep. Um, all right. So this this next song. Uh, this is another one. Uh, the other one that uh, both George Harrison and Ringo play on. Yep. Um, and this sounds like it's about, uh, it's, it's not about Rita Coolidge, but it's about some woman that broke poor Leon's heart, I think. Yeah, yeah well, I think Leon did some heartbreaking too, as I recall. Probably. Yeah. Oh, probably. Uh, let's do Hurt Somebody.
Wow, it's beautiful when it shifts. When it does that shift, it's just like, oh. Uh, it goes from this big expansive thing and then it tightens up right into the the middle of the mix so you're like it's like he suddenly grabs your attention you know he's singing about all this stuff and out there and then all of a sudden it just focuses right in the middle how can you hate somebody how can you hate somebody like me but you know what the lyrics say how could you hurt somebody it's called hurt somebody. So he's really saying her, but the way he pronounces it, he pronounces it like hate somebody. Which uh, yeah, is, I, I think he's saying it. hate. I think he's it's saying hurt, hate somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's but the lyrics do say hurt, and the song <laughs> hurt them. But yeah, he's saying hate somebody. It's great. Yeah. It's brilliant the way he does that. You know, it is. And I, yeah. I, yeah, another thing I wanted to mention about this song is that I listened to it because basically, um, you know, everybody's stuck at home, so I've been listening to stuff on my headphones, so I don't bother. You know the other people in the house. Yeah. Um, the ba- you're probably. I was talking to Susan. You're still bothering them a little. But oh, oh, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll discuss that. I'll discuss that with Susan after, and I'm going to check the veracity of your statements against uh, uh, the, the transcript, the just record, making, the court just record. Making a little joke. Just yeah. I, I know. Anyway, this song has got a a double track bass, which gives it a weird. The bass has a weird sort of. You know. In the 80s, when everybody had a chorus box on the bass in the early yeah, 80s, yeah, yeah, yeah. it sounds like that. And I was like, wow, that's really weird. But it, if you hear it, like the nutmeg and the Coca-Cola, it's like, wow, it's this specific thing. And it right, gives the song an odd... They didn't have that effect then, so they had to actually the play double it twice track. to get exactly. that effect. Right? Yep, yeah. that's right. Okay, that's, nah, cool. that's cool. They did it. That's right. All right, so now we get another uh, slice of rock and roll life about a girl. I think this next one. Uh, yeah. This is Pisces Appalady. Right. Which is not what it sounds like what he's saying when you listen to the song. Until you see the exactly. song, it sounds, exactly. sounds very different. So It does. Here we go. <laughs> Get off your bottle, go down and see your apron. So again, who heard this? Oh, well, John, it's so like when you listen to it, you can't, yeah, not hear it. It's so funny. It's but I mean, right there. It's, it's just right like, there. damn, the the delivery, the the the, the piano yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah. Everything but you about know, the it. thing is, Elton just had a little sweeter sounding voice yes. and everything sweet. Like, exactly. that's just sort of, you know, uh, but, you know, two different yeah. things. And, and they, obviously, they were both fans of each other. And they did, they actually did a great record to each other, like, later, like, uh, uh, just a couple years before um, Leon passed. That was great. Yeah, Union, yeah that that's right. Record that was really great. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, and there's some smoking vocals uh, by him and those uh, backups, whoever the mm-hmm. funeral backups are on this Yes. Place. It's so good. Pisces Apple Lady. It's a, it's a, yeah. <laughs> um, and then we get another song where somebody else now picked up the title. And it even. Oh, yeah. Now, the funny thing about this is that the band that took this title, the sound of this song also. I think influenced them because when you hear it, you go, "Oh, that kind of sounds like." Well, I should say the song is called "Roll Away the Stone," and it's it's a Leon Russell song. It's not the Mop the Hoople song from four years later or five oh, years later. So okay, no, the, I didn't. I didn't even realize that. I oh yeah, it's a Mop the Hoople song. Roll, the, roll away the stone. It's one of you know. It's on uh, the Hoople and um, very distinctive. But this. They heard this, I, I, you know. They heard yeah. this and were like, "Oh, they had to have." And why is he calling? Why does he call this song "Roll Over the Stone"? Because who's playing on this one? Charlie Watts and Bill Wyman <laughs> is also. It's also referring another Jesus reference to um, be Jesus being was you know they the, he was entombed 
And then after the third day, the they rolled away the stone and his, he wasn't in there. So oh, he's, okay, okay. No, he's see, playing again. Yeah, I understand. I don't know that. <laughs> I got, that's, that's something that I have a certain particular right. uh, knowledge of. So um, let's, let's do it. Roll away the stone. So during that opening section of the song, if you start singing, um, forgot my six string razor, hit the sky. Oh, oh, okay. It's fucking <laughs> all the way from Memphis. So uh, oh, yeah, the Hoople, piano does sound. Yeah, you're fucking, right. If you listen to it again and go, holy shit. And you know what? I knew it sounded familiar, but it's, I couldn't place right. the song. So Martha Hoople not only took the song title for a different song they took the right. music for a, 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 an even different song right. this record this That's is one great. of those records that was very influential on people who we were influenced by Oh so, yeah, um, you know, for sure. They for sure. Heard and, it. and and that's not taking away from anyone. This is not taking away no, from no, Elton John no. or Mata Hoople or, or anything. But yeah, you're right. No. But this is kind of like ground zero. Much like we say a lot of times, Beatles. Like it all comes down to the Beatles and a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, but this uh, record, man, this is another ground think about zero. If El- yeah. Think about if Elton John had never heard this record. Oh, what, right. I mean, yeah. What would it be? What would yeah. it be? You know, and that's, that's so not doesn't take away from him. But no. he heard this, and it, you know, um. It's like Bob Dylan heard that gospel song on his parents' Victrola and was like, you know, oh, oh my God, I'm suddenly, you're a different person. Elton John heard this record and was like, oh, this, I'm I'm somebody else now that I've heard this record, you know? Uh, so Steve Winwood is playing the piano oh, on this, which is an oh, excellent yeah. piano that Steve Winwood. And you know what? It's funny now that you say the the Jesus thing. Of course, it makes sense because it says, "Roll away the stone, don't leave me <laughs> resurrect me and protect me. Don't leave me laying here. What will they do in, in two thousand years? Two thousand yeah. years. That's great. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, there, yeah. if you're from Tulsa, chances are you went to church growing up, or you were right. you, you either went to church or were made guilty, made to feel guilty for not going to church. There's two. <laughs> choices but people yeah, not that, that, there's no ambivalent portion of that uh yeah, equation there's no religion without guilt um <laughs> for sure now, i also for this song i also feel like because like uh charlie watson bill wyman are playing but he couldn't get maybe he couldn't get keith to play on it but he leon plays guitar sort of aping keith in this song he, I feel. he does and you know um, guitar. What, what was keith up to in uh 19 um, <laughs> 70. He was up there with neck and heroin, I would he, imagine. He was. And so um, chances are Keith yeah, you know, couldn't make the session. <laughs> uh, yeah. I probably um, right. in a hotel room somewhere. Um, or probably. maybe he showed up and t- was supposed to play. And, you know, you never you know. know. Keith, Keith showed him, though, because Keith's still alive. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Miraculously, right. he's like the no he's like the Terminator, you know. He is. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he is gonna outlive all of us, Barry. Sure. More power to him. Him and my mom. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> Keith Richards and your mother together. There you go. Oh. Um, and oh, look! That's what we have in, our, in the bonus episode. It makes my phone. Ring. There you go. Oh, I almost feel like I want to answer it because it's Rick Ambrose and he's insane. Oh, but, Jesus uh, Christ. Know. Should I answer? You want to get it? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll get it. Hello? Hello? Oh, god damn. He hung up. Oh, well. It's fine. It's better. Leave me. It's better off, everyone. (laughs) You do not want Rick Ambrose to be on. This bonus episode of that record got me high. (laughs) Um... (laughs) 
All right, so uh, that's it. The 50th anniversary of uh, Leon Russell. And it's uh, like you said, Barry, you're so right. Those who know, know already. But uh, there's exactly. a lot of people like me, idiots like me that maybe don't know. And you love all these other uh, bands and, and you don't realize, wow, Leon Russell was uh, all yeah. over all that shit. They listened to it or he was even played on their stuff. Or he played on it or produced yeah, it. Yeah, he's whatever. like a secret yeah. sauce that was like uh, added to a lot of things that you didn't realize. He was. So uh, thanks thanks again to a uh, dude that uh, asked us Hank to do this episode. Hank yes. Hank, uh, we were happy to do it. We and, were. Um, it, was a, it was a welcome um, sort of injection of something out of our out of our purview that oh, was great. Right, a little out of our purview, but 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 not um, Howard Jones out of our, <laughs> you know, not that, not that far out. No, Kathy, we, we love you, Kathy. <laughs> So, uh, we still love Kathy. Of course we do. Yes. She's not going to listen to this. There's no, flute, there's no flute on this record. None whatsoever. Um, all right. So this was our bonus episode. It was a lot of fun. Uh, don't forget, you could still always uh, um, uh, go to our patreon.com uh, forward slash TRGMH and become a patron of our show. We would love that, but we really thank everyone for listening. Uh, we thank yes. everyone for sharing it with your friends and, uh, you know. We're all in this together. Should so we talk about, start. should we say what our next um, actual episode is? I guess, because you're going to get this out before that one, you think? Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> sure, yeah. Oh, good. Okay, so it is. It's going to be uh, It's going to be a rocking one, right? Yes, yeah, a David uh, Bowie, Scary Monsters um, by Larry Smith. Someone who um, I had not seen in 30 years, but now lives in South Florida, and he used to be in um, Tallahassee. And oh, you know, that's right. He's another Tallahassee dude. Person. I forgot. He is a sound man at a place that called That makes Planet a lot of sense. That, that actually answers a lot of questions for me now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're doing a, an incredible, probably for me, the last. Well, okay, Black Star is an incredible record. It but, is, yeah. But the last of the incredible David Bowie records of that run from 1970, from. From Young Americans to to um, Scary Monsters is sort of a untouchable um, set of records there, and um, so Scary Monsters uh, next the next episode whenever that happens. To whenever drop. it is, who knows? Just keep just keep listening. Don't worry about it. We're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep right, doing it. Thank <laughs> you all. Like Thank you. Up, oh, you dropped out. Well, oh, sorry. That is very stuck. That is Rob Elba. <laughs> this is That Record Got Me High. We will see you guys next time.